Hello fellow rockstars. Do you wish to start your own podcast and want it to sound like a professional? We have created a 10-day free how to start your podcast course at podcastgrow.com. Get familiar with the complete process and get ready to rock your podcast. Visit podcastgrow.com from the show notes of this episode and record your first episode in 10 days. Rocking Entrepreneur episode 18. Don't be afraid to take risks. Uh, you can only fail, but you'll not fail every time. You know, even if it's a 10% probability of success, that that one success is good enough to wipe out all the previous failures. And I call them learnings. Hello rock stars. I'm your host Shashi Sharma from Rocking Entrepreneur podcast where we chat with Indian entrepreneurs from India and all over the world. And today I am so excited to have Amar Vyas with me. Amar, are you ready to rock? Absolutely. Let's get on with it, Tushar. Great. So Amar Vyas is an author, speaker, a fellow podcaster and an entrepreneur. He has released 3 books so far and several others are releasing very soon. He is also the voice behind some of the very popular Indian podcasts, My Kitab and recently Bal Gatha, both of which have received widespread popularity. He has also started a digital media company called Kamakshi Media, which does podcast custom podcasts for businesses. I'm so excited to have him here today and discuss about podcasting in India, the challenges, opportunities and his journey. So welcome to the show Amar and I've given the fellow rockstars a brief introduction so why don't you take some time and describe a little bit more about yourself. Well thanks to Shar I think that was a great introduction and uh, I am not really sure if I I'm I can still call myself an entrepreneur yet uh, though we are one year into the journey and it's it's been really exciting. So uh, exactly a year ago I was still working I was at Amazon I was heading their uh, fulfillment center setup operations here in India as a as a program manager and uh, this was also that phase in in uh, one's career when you know you're missing something and you want to do something different right so uh, the question was that you know what is it that i'm that we should do luckily for me i had a very supportive wife and uh, both of us are actually big time podcast listeners for past several years so i've been listening to podcasts for over 12 years now probably even before the term was coined and my wife uh, she got introduced to it uh, once we got married so we were just looking around what are the different business opportunities and you know what is it something that excites us both of us and something that we should do on our own lo and behold uh, you know the suddenly uh, it just struck to us hey how about podcasting now let me let me take a step ahead and say that you know let us expand the the universe here let's not just call it podcast how about on demand content right on demand content which is relevant to the listeners interests on demand content which is in the listener you know in a language that the listener prefers right so these were the two ideas which led to start us starting kamakshi media so over the past one year we've uh, launched six podcasts uh, three of them are on the b2b side and uh, other three are on the b2c and um, so custom shows were done largely for businesses and i think i don't think that's a path we want to pursue at this point in time because i think we have found a great product market fit in the form of bal gatha so bal gatha is literally kids stories that's what the word means and right now it's india's number one ranked kids podcast on itunes and uh, you know with minimal advertisements uh, so we we don't do any paid ads at all right paid uh, search at all 
uh, we're getting about 30,000 listens a month on Balgatha at this point in time. So I think we are really, really excited about where we are in the journey and, you know, what's the future. And I'd ha- I'd be happy to talk more about it as we go along. So let me first start with the very initial beginnings. What made you get into podcasting? Yeah, Tushar, I've been a podcast listener, not just a listener, but a lover, right? And along different phases of my life, I have listened to different podcasts, right? So as when I used to work in construction in Chicago, I kind of started feeling that I'm really losing touch with what's going on in the world. Like, you know, what do I learn more about finance? How can I learn more about, uh, let's say, leadership? That's how I started listening to the Manager Tools podcast or, uh, you know, American Public Media Marketplace or, or things like that, right? When I was applying to business schools, a lot of podcasts from the London School of Business or, uh, uh, you know, Knowledge at Wharton and, and HBR Idea Cast, these were the formats that I started consuming. Later on, again, you know, after my MBA, I wanted to learn more about what's happening on sustainability, what's happening in, in the industry in general, right? That's how probably like Forbes, Forbes India and a few other India-specific shows started becoming a part of my daily content consumption. So, you know, I had received a lot and I thought that it was time to give back. And India, in pe- people in India are not really familiar with what quality on-demand content means, right? Particularly in audio where majority of the people associate audio with film music, right? Bollywood, Hollywood, Sandalwood, Starwood, whatever you want to call it, right? So how do we actually add more conversation? How can the content be relevant to you and how can it actually help you either solve a problem or serve a need, right? Which are like the two basic uh, principles on, you know, for any successful business, right? So... This is what actually led us to to the whole idea of podcasting. And uh, again, you know, this is also a very exciting period, particularly I think since April 2015. uh, The podcasting is growing in India. I think uh, once Audiomatic started doing multiple shows, I think they were the first uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, network of podcasters in India and phenomenal shows, awesome uh, narration, you know, great quality you feel great at the end of the day, you know, uh, there is a sense of satisfaction, right? Uh, we also started noticing that more and more people are, of course, Amit Doshi from Indus Works Media. Uh, he's also, uh, you know, creating a very interesting network. So we noticed that there are people who are willing to invest money in this, right? That they are taking huge risks and they are placing big bets on this market to grow. And I thought that looks like this is the tipping point, right? Either we enter into this market, go all in, as I say, uh, or we just kind of keep doing this as a hobby, right? And that's the reason that, you know, that's how the whole podcasting thing happened, that A, I've been a consumer, you know, B, I'm obviously loving that medium. C, uh, I did not know anything about the audio production distribution and things like that, but those were the technicalities, I guess, right? Uh, What was important was that on the content side, we knew that we had so much uh, information available. It was just a matter of distilling it and packaging it in the right format. Great. And uh, when was it exactly that you started uh, planning for your pod- first podcast, which was my kitab, correct? Yes. So we started planning for, okay, uh, let me tell you a little bit of a backstory. The idea of uh, my kitab actually evolved around 2013, late 2013. Uh, that was the period when uh, actually I just finished the first draft of my book. And Mrunal and I spent about 200 hours, Tushar, researching on the book publishing industry, uh, both in India and, and internationally. You know, what are the formats? Who are the go-to people? Uh, you know, uh, how does the revenue stream work and things like that? 
So what essentially happened was 200 hours of uh, of research. If I were to write a, you know, use that for writing a book, I could have probably written five more books in those 200 hours, right? Of about novels of about 50 or 60,000 words. Then we decided that, you know, we've first of all accumulated so much knowledge. How do we, dist- again, distill it and give it back in a, in a format? And if it is going to be a monologue or if it is going to be like, you know, uh, just one person kind of giving gyan, uh, first of all, I was not the, the right person for it. Secondly, uh, the idea was that, you know, how do we make it more conversational and interesting just the way you and I are talking, right? Uh, I think that uh, conversation is much more interesting than a, than a monologue no matter how great the speaker may be. So original name was Meri Kitab when we had thought about it in late 2014. Uh, when we actually started looking around, turns out Meri Kitab name was taken. So that's how my kitab came into being. So around July 2015, about a year and a half ago, is when the first uh, you know baby steps were taken to create you know what what is going to be the format, uh, what's going to be the length, what kind of questions, who are the kind of guests that we would like to have on the show. The first three episodes were recorded between August and uh, September 2015. And by December, I had 35 recorded interviews. We launched on 16 January 2016. And, uh, you know, till today, we on, on my kitab alone, we have about uh, 80 interviews, uh, about 75 five-star reviews on iTunes globally. Uh, and, you know, more importantly, the connections that I have made because of that and the relationships that have happened, I think that's the biggest ROI. That's amazing. That's such a powerful story, fellow rock stars. You can learn so much through podcasts. And I personally attest to that as well. Even though I do not have as many episodes as Amar Vyas has, but I have definitely found some of the best uh, network connections through podcasting. Um, so, so important. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit more about the technical aspect of uh, of it, Amar. Once you decided, okay, this is what you want to do, you want to start a podcast, Kitab, which it was uh, initially, how did you go about actually doing it till till the time you actually launched your first episode? Wow. So um, this actually brings back so much again, you know, that particular phase of life. So early 2015, uh, this was again the time when I was at Amazon, I used to literally spend five or six days a week on construction sites, right? For, uh, setting up their their warehouse infrastructure in India. Every night when I would come back to the hotel room, I would probably spend about an hour listening to one podcast related to book publishing, okay? I wanted to, first of all, test out what is there available in the market. Turns out majority of the shows, uh, you know, and, and I actually listened to about 25 different shows on book publishing, right? From book reviews to uh, how to market your book and, you know, author's journeys and things like that. So, uh, and, and in fact, I've written a blog post about it. I would be happy to send a link to that after after a call because I think it's important in my journey to first of all, understand what is available in the market, right? Secondly, what are the formats? Again, is it conversational? Is it industry news and analysis? Is it, uh, you know, just talking about uh, uh, trends in the, in the industry and things like that, right? Once I knew that there was so much content available, I also discovered that there was nothing which was India specific. Right. And in terms of book publishing, India happens to be the third or the fourth, fourth biggest market in the world at this point in time. Uh, our other complexity is overwhelming preference for print and, of course, regional languages. Right. So there are multiple challenges which really excited me that, hey, there is very little information available, first of all, you know, either online or offline. And if it is available, you know, when we talk about regional languages, there is absolutely nothing. So I was very clear from the beginning that I will focus on how to publish your book in India. In fact, the original tagline for my kitab said, you know, how to publish your book in India. But then I also had a mix of international as well as Indian guests, right? Authors, entrepreneurs, publishers, 
uh, book editors and things like that. Because my idea was that, you know, even though I'm talking about the Indian market, what if you are an author in India who wants to sell their book abroad? Right. That, you know, if I'm just solving one part of the the problem for, for, for the author, right, that's not doing uh, justice to them. Right. So that's right. why I introduced both elements into it. And uh, as of now, what has happened is that almost half the audience is from outside of India, particularly North America. Other half is from India. So I think over, over the past year, we have been able to strike that good balance between uh, people who want to know about the Indian market. They listen to the, the show as well. And also authors within India who want to learn how to market their books outside. They also are listeners. And I was very clear from the beginning, it is going to be a niche show. You know, it's not a mass market product, so to speak. But it was going to focus on authors, first time authors particularly. And even within that, you know, people who are professionals. You know, you have a busy life. You have so much to offer. You have taken all this pain to go ahead and write the book. And now you're stuck because you don't know how to publish or market it. You know, that's where my kitab comes in. You know, that's that's how we began. All right, amazing. And uh, how, how much time initially did it take you to uh, get each of the episodes uh, produced and edited and published and like distributed? So um, my, my kitab started as, an, as a one hour show and uh, at the beginning. And what we, uh, it took me about three hours per episode at the very beginning, right? If I, if we talk about the entire workflow, right from the time of uh, recording, editing, uh, creating the, the text uh, summary or the, uh, you know, or the transcript, it took, it took me about three hours. But the research it, I had to spend in identifying the guest, finding out what are the questions. So each show used to have questions that were customized for the guest. Uh, that took me about two hours. And uh, so it literally became a seven, you know, five, five, six, seven hour activity per episode at the very beginning. Now, what we are doing is that about 80% of the content is standardized. It's only the 20% which is tailored for the particular guest, for that particular guest. And these are usually insights which are a little quirky, right, which you'll not find in a typical interview. It takes me about three hours now end to end. Great. Oh, that's amazing. That's that's much less than a lot of other podcasters for per episode. Um, great. So, uh, what are some of the learnings over these years, just from my kitab? And I, we are going to move other to, we are go going to move over to your other podcast very soon. I promise. Okay. So, in terms of learning, I think number one learning is, uh, you know, don't put yourself in the listener's position. So, uh, let me explain what I meant for that. You know, I created the show for myself and people like me, and I think that was the number one learning that, you know, that's not who your audience is, right? Because like I said before, I had listened to about 25 different podcasts. I'd spent about 200 hours of research, right? There was a lot more I knew upfront and I tried to deliver that. It's like, you know, a kid who's probably should be going to kindergarten. You're actually teaching them university, university level stuff, right? There is a disconnect. They, they will not, you know, there'll be limitation to how much they can absorb. So that was a learning that, you know, how can we keep it more at, at uh, so to speak, you know, entry level rather than advanced level, right? Um, we, I actually then went ahead and tailored the shows in the sense that even though, though the author may have published 20 books at this point in time, we still talk about their first book. We spend a lot of time talking about their first book, you know, the genesis of the idea, challenges that they faced, how they wrote, research, editing, marketing, you know, the, the, the whole nine yards. I think that resonated very well with the listeners that, hey, you know, this multi-million book selling author, uh, you know, who probably has 
So this author has about 20 or 25 books under their belt at this point in time. But you know what? Their journey probably five or six years ago was not very different from what my journey is today. I think that connect really helped. So that's the learning that, you know, tailor the show for the audience, uh, not for what you think is the right thing. And I think that's where a lot of shows uh, that, that uh, you know, particularly book review or podcasts that I've seen, uh, I think that, that that's a challenge that they face, that they actually do it for uh, people who, who are, you know, the, the uh, you know, that, that they do it for, for themselves. They probably don't do it for the audience. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's, that's some great feedback. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do here as well with my Kitab podcast. Uh, I'm asking the questions that are pertaining to your origins. And that's, that's what I love to hear for my audience. Uh, but a quick question, how did you find out that that's what your audience wants to listen to? Talking to customers. So either one-on-one, you know, pick up a phone, schedule of 10, 5, 10, 15 minutes Skype call, uh, emails, you know, Facebook Messenger, whatever is the best way or create surveys on, you know, Google survey or type form or something. Whatever is the way you can communicate with them and get a feedback from them. I think that is, that will be the key. And, and let me tell you how it has actually helped us. Okay. I told you we have 80 episodes. My original business plan was to actually do 150 episodes. So why did I do only half the number of episodes when I already had enough inventory, right? Product market fit. So when we launched, my kitab was a three times a week show to share, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And we actually used to do a lot of, you know, of course, the show was ramping up and things like that. But the numbers were not there. The feedback that I received from quite a few listeners was that this is too much for us to consume. You know, three times a week is an overkill. So around April, we moved to a two times a week format. Then uh, I thought that, hey, maybe I should talk about book uh, industry uh, trends, news and analysis and things like that. I actually introduced uh, another segment into the show. All of this bombed. Okay, it's one time a week format, which is now giving me more downloads every week than a three times a week format did or a two shows plus a news and analysis section did. And the feedback for that was was consistent. Uh, number one, you know, three times a week is an overkill. Number two, reduce the length to probably 30 or 35 minutes, which is like even a stretch for Indian audience. I think what we are discovering is 10 to 15 minutes is a sweet spot. But my original shows were like hour long. And, you know, uh, because the shows in the US were an hour long. Right. right? That's, so yeah. that that's what really helped, I think, in the long run with, with my kitab. Amazing. Some really great insights over there. Okay. Um, so... Let's switch gears a little bit. You are running six podcasts now, that correct? Yeah, so we have three active ones and uh, two, one is actually retired. Uh, that was a failure and I would like to talk, love to talk about it in a moment, uh, you know, because I think the, the audience would want to know and, and, I, and I think I should tell them because it's a great story in itself. Uh, the two that we did were, were for businesses uh, and, you know, these were paid assignments and, uh, you know, they had their purpose in life and I, I think we've achieved what we wanted to do with those. So, yeah, coming to the, uh, so we have our six shows, our uh, Balgata Kid story. My Kitab is on book publishing. We had uh, NRI Now Return to India, which is uh, my own audio book of, of my book, right? Uh, that's that's an experiment. That's a work in progress. And, and maybe at a you know future point in time, we could talk more about it as to what I'm doing with it. Uh, we have uh, a show on digital marketing uh, called Digital Powwow. We had, uh, and, and you know, uh, Kiruba Shankar, I think Kiruba has been a guest on your show in the past? Yes, yes, he has right. been. Right. So Kiruba and I together launched this show, right? And this is a show that bombed. And the other two shows that we did, one was for a startup in the energy analytics space, and the other one was for a nonprofit. Okay. So let me talk about uh, digital power for, for a moment. 
you know a show on digital marketing and social media with a co-host like Kiroba Shankar nothing can go wrong right <laughs> i would think so yes <laughs> so we launched this show in first week of february tushar we had some awesome guests awesome content right uh two months later we actually shut that show down because there were not listener enough listeners and how do you decide not enough listeners where do you draw the line i think number one was uh the trend right uh, is the listenership increasing typically it takes in in my in our experience now having launched a multiple podcast it takes between three and four months to start seeing an upward trend till then it's going to be all over the place okay uh, so balgata for example it really took off after diwali in fact you know december we are we are seeing the downloads increase by literally you know a uh, factor of like literally you know 1x or sorry 1.5x every day right so in case of digital power what happened was initially there was a spike you know we were we were getting uh, probably what about 100 downloads a day and then it just went south from there i mean there were days when there were like 10 listens and 11 listens right so that's the reason why we decided to to shut that show what i think the what my take is and and i've i've thought a lot about it you know as to what went wrong in fact we are thinking of reviving it as season 2 now uh, with the learnings from the past what went wrong in that was again you know we wanted to tell the audience what we thought was important right uh, importance of a trip advisor uh, why you should uh, actually why should businesses do podcasts right so looks like we were trying to push an idea instead of you know getting ideas from the listeners so that's a pull and then giving them what they're asking for so again uh, if you talk about the kind of questions that are asked on social media or digital marketing on quora can that pool become your list of questions from there you identify that hey you know there are more questions now on on snapchat in india which i think it's still growing let's talk a, let's do a show on snapchat and really invite the questions from audience right uh, instead of pushing saying that hey start using pinterest well i'm not sure how many businesses or people in india use pinterest you know just because pinterest is hot in the us or you know uk or whatever does not mean it's it's contextual to india so that's that's what that's what i would like to share on that particular show amazing and so switching gears a little bit when you started balgata you said you did customer validation by asking people on whatsapp or asking customers on whatsapp and you had phenomenal response from the people could you talk a little bit more about those uh, strategies and how did you conclude that this is the direction that you want to proceed with sure so when we recorded uh, we we had a library of around uh, 20 shows when we started and you know 10 each in english and hindi our plan was to start this time with a beta based on the learnings from digital powwow saying that let's you know let's first understand is there an acceptance for the product right uh, we were very lucky to have a narrator who uh, who also had a very good network of of parents particularly mothers right so very quickly we were able to form, form this a uh, core whatsapp you know listener group of about uh, 50 or 55 whatsapp uh, you know listeners and we use whatsapp broadcast group Uh, to uh, to share the stories right so that uh, i don't know whether you are receiving the story or not right it's like a bcc in email rather than mm-hmm. a regular whatsapp group wherein you know everybody knows who everybody else is and then you have the spamming and everything else going on uh, the the downside of using a whatsapp broadcast group is very little community engagement and and we could talk about that later but the advantage here what happened was we were very quickly able to roll out the product so you know 4 pm or 5 pm every day one unique story goes out you know this is the moral of the story this is why you should listen to it and you know click on it to listen right once you click on it it actually takes you to a web page where the the file is embedded 
right? Uh, we also experimented with sending the actual MP3 link to the MP3 file in the WhatsApp message itself, right? So you click on mm-hmm. it and it starts playing on your on your device. You don't have to install any app. You don't have to, you know, uh, in fact, now the file is on your uh, device. You can listen to it multiple times. So uh, what we realized was that while people love the idea that the file is now available with them, as a podcaster, it actually hurts me because now I don't know who my listener is, right? I can share, you know, uh, once the file is on, on my on my device, I can probably share it with 5,000 people. And as a podcaster, there would be no idea that, you know, there are 5,000 listeners out there, right? So we decided to use the, the uh, you know, drive everybody to the website where the embedded, f- you know, the, the file was. And, you know, you, you click on that. That was the learning that came out of it. Second was that, uh, uh, again, original plan was to do a story a day. Believe it or not, uh, the feedback we received from parents was, again, you know, five days a week is too much. Do it two days a week. So now Balgatha is two times a week. Tuesdays is English stories. Fridays is Hindi stories. And in fact, again, now we have recalibrated. Uh, if you go through the, the list of Balgatha podcast episodes from November onwards, we have done more English language shows because that's the feedback we have received from the listeners, that they want to listen more English co- uh, stories than stories in Hindi. What's been interesting is that, again, keeping track of uh, the listener preferences, right? Uh, some of our stories were about 9, 10, 11 minutes. Uh, that did not go down well. So we are kind of limiting our format to five-minute long stories. We may come up with a with a different product, which is probably stories which are closer to 15 minutes. But we know that, you know, five minutes end-to-end is a sweet spot. And uh, the feedback we received, again, from the parents is that it's really working well. Uh, on the positive note, some of the parents have said, oh, my child falls asleep while listening to the story. Uh, which means that it has served its purpose. But as a content creator, that's not a, you know, that's not a, a pat on the back, right? As they say in Hindi, right? Uh, it was, uh, you know, itna bore tha ki log sote sote, you know, sunte sunte so gai, you know, that it was, the content was so boring that people actually fell asleep. <laughs> they probably gave you five stars if that helps. Actually, they did. On, on a, again, on a positive note, they did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, great, great, great feedback. I, I love that feedback. Um, right now, how many podcasts are you actively managing and how do you juggle between all the different podcasts? What does an average week, let's say, in your life looks like right now? Well, that's an interesting question and, and there are two answers for it. Uh, what I was doing till yesterday and what I will be doing starting today. And let me explain. Um, till, you know, practically from 1st of January, 2016, most of the time I've been working out of home. And so probably, uh, I divide the, you know, so what we've done is that each, uh, for each podcast, every show goes live on a different day of the week. So the, you know, the proportional, uh, uh, engagement, social media marketing and things like that happens on that particular day. So I'm wearing practically wearing a different hat, uh, every day of the week, uh, definitely Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. And, uh, so, you know, that's one way of doing it. Other way of doing it is batching. And that's what we are experimenting with. So, for example, right now, we're just working on creating content for Balgata for the, you know, for the whole of 2017. And we are aiming that by end of January, all, all the content would be edited and already uploaded on the server and scheduled for a release. Right. So now the uh, and uh, pro- uh, at least for the first uh, first four months of the year, I, I should not say for the entire year. Now what it does is it frees up a lot of time for me to market and then go out there and start interacting with people, right? you know, parents groups, uh, maybe go to schools or, you know, kids uh, activities and things like that. So that is how my week has been going till yesterday. Now, starting today, the reason why I mentioned that was from today, I would be working out of a co- co-working space. So 
last month or in fact earlier this month uh, kamakshi media was uh, selected by government of karnataka and then 91 springboard that's that's like a co-working space so we've actually won a scholarship from the government of karnataka and uh, so you know uh, what's exciting is that i would be working out of a co-working space two days a week tuesdays and thursdays and uh, that will also give me an opportunity to meet other entrepreneurs you know see what they are doing learn from them i guess that's amazing so, I don't congratulations know, yeah. thank you thank you so yeah i don't know you know what my week is going to be uh, starting today all right I, i'm sure it's going to be great when you interact with other entrepreneurs there are going to be more ideas coming into your head and you'll be launching several more podcasts pretty soon okay uh sounds great so how how easy is it to generate revenue in india if you're a podcaster i'm sure this question is on a lot of uh, on a, on the minds of a lot of people who are listening to this episode right now no absolutely not just the people but also uh, you know who are listening but also people uh, who i meet so usually the question number 1 is what is that you do and when i tell them that i'm a podcaster question number 2 is uh, how do you make money right mm -hmm. so um, so let me tell you uh, what has worked for us and that does not mean it will work for uh, your listeners or for other podcasters in general uh, doing custom shows has worked for us right not a lot of money but the cost of producing the podcast for the entire month is met through this one activity right and so can you yeah. um, can you talk about how to get these kind of people or these kind of customers oh this one just happened i mean you know i'm i'm very fortunate that i had interviewed a few guests from this you know who had published their books through this publisher and mm -hmm. you know one of them just happened to mention it to the publisher and then they reached out to me uh, as far as uh, the custom shows are concerned i worked with a non-profit and actually pitched the idea to them right that hey why don't we actually do this so there was a specific problem that they were trying to solve okay uh, they were a think tank they had uh, a good relationship with businesses uh, sorry with uh, think tanks with government officers and and uh, then also other non profits uh, they were in the energy uh, efficiency space they were not really able to bridge that gap with the financial community because at the end of the day you know unless there is money uh, you know no idea in in the energy space is really going to take off at that scale so what i pitched to them was hey why don't i start interviewing people who actually invest money in energy efficiency projects you know the world bank uh, people or you know people from uh, financial investors in india and things like that and uh, i actually went ahead and cold call a lot of these people and we created like a five episode series for them and that really worked because you know suddenly the financial investor is now exposed to this non profit and the phenomenal work that these guys are doing and then the non profit also now had somebody to back their projects financially right i mean the negotiations are still going on as of now but uh, that was a paid assignment you know i pitched the idea to them one of the people that i happened to interview actually then came back and said would you like to do a full fledged uh, you know stand alone podcast series for me and you know how much is it going to cost we worked out the numbers even i did not know how much it would take uh, but you know that's how the other part happened so uh, the challenge here let me tell you is that this is not scalable okay but there is money available for this if if you really uh, are in a particular industry sector of the industry and you probably know what the pain points of the industry are uh, launch a podcast to serve that need get a business to sponsor it there is money available okay uh, it will not probably uh, enable you to earn a full time living out of it so for bal gatha tushar what we are planning to do is we are going to go to the afp the advertiser funded programming way fortunately the numbers are at a level the download numbers are at a level uh, which are attractive to quite a few advertisers but more importantly let me tell you the role that analytics will play in it right uh, we know that about 50% of the listeners come from bangalore 
about mm-hmm. 80% of the listeners are women about a you know 55 to 60% listeners are in the age group of 35 to 45 because that's what we were targeting right mm-hmm. so now there is enough you know it's not just numbers but now we are able to slice the pie in such a way wherein you can actually figure out who are the advertisers who would be really interested in this demographic right uh, majority of the listeners use ios devices so this is the you know in in terms of marketing i think it's called a sec a audience right now who are the advertisers the fmcg companies the baby care product companies who actually uh, have marketing budgets to target specifically to the sec a audience right these are your urban english speaking middle class and upper you know upper middle class community right now it's a matter of finding out either the right media buyers or cold calling again you know and and i am in the process of cold calling it's been partially successful so far again you know no conversions at this point in time but by the time this episode goes live i am sure that we'll have you know one purchase order from an advertiser so that practically again will take care of the production cost of balgatha uh, again as a podcaster is that a full time income substitute answer is no not yet all right uh, that's that brings us towards the end of our grocery segment also uh i have two last questions to ask you amar why should a business be interested in starting a podcast and why should a fellow rockstar listening to this should be interested in starting a podcast um, first of all tushar if somebody is listening to your podcast and they are a rockstar already they should by default by extension go ahead and start a podcast and not even think about it right because they are obviously they love the medium and the best way to grow the love is to actually participate in in sharing the love right mm-hmm. so that's that's the answer on the listener part but more importantly on let me answer the business part of it so uh, and and i'll be happy to send you the links after this call for the specific blog posts and the podcast episodes that we have which address specifically this question right now mm-hmm. i spoke about the audience right to shar that 80% women you know 35 to 45 largely bangalore and you know chennai or something like that now if you are a if you are a if you are a business who's either looking to let's say recruit people from this demographic right or you want to offer them products from this demographic or you have certain services which will appeal to them so that's a great way of reaching out so either you launch a show yourself uh, or you go ahead and partner with somebody you know either it's a co-branded show like what gimlet media is doing or you have uh, you know you sponsor a sponsor a show which is what afp model is or if you are someone like a ge who have like launched shows like the message and things like that right through through the ge theaters or something uh, that becomes a great branding exercise there are uh, many organizations in india i think there was a, a report that i read uh, that flipkart has their in house podcast and i have not spoken to anybody from flipkart who actually uh, gave me some more details of that and I, you know i'm still looking to to talk to folks on that but they have an in house podcast so you know instead of your email newsletter uh, within the company which very few pe- people read anyways why don't you actually do it in the form of an audio make it more interactive right and you can you can take a step forward and make it a video also which is like a, a separate conversation altogether you know should a podcast be audio or video but more importantly the best you know it takes time to grow the listenership but once you you have identified who your core demographic is a podcast becomes the single most effective way of conveying your message to the podcaster now as a business is that customer connect is that uh, branding is that recruitment is it employee engagement is it uh, training for your vendors and new employees i mean we leave that to you right but this these are the advantages that podcast can happen it can deliver more importantly the content is evergreen right your uh, a lot of training programs that uh, onboarding programs that happen for new employees it's the same person you know th- there is a lot of time and effort which is gone 
and of course you have e-learning modules and things like that but you know not everything requires an e-learning module not everything requires an in-class interaction can that content be delivered in the form of a podcast you listen to these five episodes this will give you the you know it's it's like a quick and dirty introduction to who we are and what we do and you know quick turnaround time easily replicable easily scalable those are the other other advantages that podcasts have for businesses amazing that's that's so great feedback and all all through the interview amar i have to uh, i've been asking you these questions and you like come up right on the spot with the perfect answer and so i have to ask you this question how are you so concise uh, is there some productive technique that you have that makes you that makes you so efficient in answering all the questions wow first of all thank you for that feedback i'm i'm actually trying real hard to to be more you know deliberate and more concise in my answers so one of the the tools i'm using is actually tracking the time so you know i do a lot of dummy recordings and i have like a 2 minute uh, limit for every answer right so in a way it's helping and in fact uh, in uh, you know speaking largely of productivity one of the things that i learned at, uh, at schneider electric which was my first job out of uh, out of iim amdabad um you know they say that you know you have to measure everything unless you measure you know you don't know you know where you are and you know where you want to be so i actually measure everything in, in fact even my cell phone has a uh, 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 an app which actually tracks how much i'm using the phone for and it has a hard stop at 30 minutes where it gives me an alert saying that you have used your cell phone for 30 minutes at a stretch shut down you know or, you know stop using the phone so i think that is helping uh, it's a work in progress but it's helping ferroxra if you cannot quantify it you cannot improve it great uh, thanks for the feedback amar is there anything that i haven't asked today that i should have asked mm, i guess the question would be what keeps me going you know a year into it uh, still building the business uh, you know what gets me still excited every day absolutely amar what is that excites you every single day tushar i think every morning when i wake up uh, my wife and i have a ritual we talk about how many downloads did we get for you know between our two or three shows right and have we received any feedback we see that there are so many people out there who are actually listening to the the content that we create and they're actually talking about it but more importantly you know if it's a even if it's a thousand people listening to a short 5 minute balgatha story that's 5000 minutes of time that people are given for the work that we do right which means they do see value in it and I, that's what motivates and inspires us tomorrow even if you know some of the shows obviously don't get 1000 downloads uh, they they may probably get only 100 but that's still somebody investing their time you know that's the most valuable commodity or or you know most uh, precious thing that anybody can give and that's what people are giving us and that's what keeps us going amazing think think about this fellow rockstars for a second if you have a podcast or if you have some product made by you out there in the public and people are actually consuming that how how gratified would you feel that people are giving such overwhelming response back to you and that's being delivered to you every single morning that's that's just the perfect way to start your day isn't it All right, uh, Amar, we close the interview with the parting piece of advice you have for fellow rockstars and the best way to get in touch with you Wow, I'm not sure if I'm qualified to offer any advice, but here is what I would like to tell from you know from all the different experiments and the experiences that I have had. You know, don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to take risks. Uh, you can only fail, but you will not fail every time. You know, the, even if it's a 10% probability of success, that that one success is good enough to wipe out all the previous failures. And I call them learnings. Tushar, I've been broke literally three times in my life. Okay, 
every time uh, it's not you know i'm still around i'm we're still having this great conversation uh, there has been somebody that it's yourself or somebody else you know obviously now i have a very supportive spouse who will help you in your journey so don't be afraid what if you know if you're planning to start a venture just go ahead and dive dive into it you know give it all you got so that's the advice now as far as reaching uh, out to me is concerned i'm on twitter at me amar vyas i am uh, on instagram at gatha story and you know i'll i'm sure you'll have the links in the show notes but the best way and you know i don't know if i can call myself old fashioned when i say but the best way to reach out to me is by email you know drop me a note at amar@amarvyas.in i do read all all email messages i do respond to them within 24 hours and that's the best way to connect with me perfect uh thank you thanks a lot amar and we had a great time on rocking entrepreneur and we hope to catch you soon again rock stars people often become what they believe themselves to be and that's what every great entrepreneur starts with a belief keep believing in yourself and i hope to see you soon till then keep rocking <laughs>